ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm Janice Porter, and my guest today is Tracy Warren. Tracy and I have known each other on and off for a few years as she lives in Linwood, Washington, and I live in Vancouver, BC. But we are, or were at that time, uh, part of a networking organization that um, allowed us to connect. And we've stayed sort of in touch over social media. And I'm very excited to have Tracy on my call today because we think about this the same way about networking. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you so much. I'm going to just re- I'm just going to say a little bit about what Tracy does now, and then we're going to get into the conversation. So, Tracy believes that community is the key to success in life and business, and she has created uh, a uh, a business called InSpark Coworking. It's a co-working space, which was exactly the right business for her to open. She gets to connect with and support women in business, hands-on. And it's so much more than that. And I'm sure it is because Tracy is very funny and likes to have a good time. And I think probably um, spurs people on in different ways. She is a rabid supporter and loving truth teller, excited to cheer you on when you are successful and encourage you when you need a gentle nudge. And I love this. This was part of her bio and I have to read it. Most days you will likely find her quoting some random movie line or breaking into song based on our conversation or laughing out loud at something she found funny. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, she believes we are better together and co-working is just one part of that. And what would you start singing right now, Tracy? Well, it's actually funny that you asked me that because I'm getting, I'm in the middle of a pitch competition. And so starting next week, I'm going to be appealing to people to vote for me. So I have been changing song lyrics to make them relevant to InSpark. So it could be I-N-S-P-A-R-K, some get some work done today or whatever. Okay. Awesome. So you're looking at a community type, um, award is that it that you're yes this is round three which is a four minute video which has to be submitted tomorrow tomorrow oh wow and then we have two weeks of gathering votes online and there's some there's a rubric that that they're using to measure but there is then there's a live pitch oh Um, well this is serious ten thousand dollar prize Oh, this is definitely serious. This is definitely serious. All right. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, it's um, testing all of my <laughs> faculties for sure. So tell me a little bit about, and my audience, about what co-working is, co-working space. Well, and co-work- what specifically what yours is. Okay. Well, co-working is a shared workspace mm-hmm. where people who typically work from home or from coffee shops can come and work in community. Um, I compare it to a gym membership. 
where, you know, it's like a gym membership yeah. only for office space. And like a gym membership, it only works when you use it. Yes. I have a quote actually in my LinkedIn training that is exactly like that. We, I liken LinkedIn to a gym membership. It, same thing. If you don't go and show up, nothing works. So uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I know that your business before this was you were a social and still are a social media guru. I know that you had a business. Uh, I think it was called, what was it called? Um, in, was it something to do with InSpark as well? No, no, it was Ready, Set, Grow Marketing. Ready, Set, Grow. It had a few renditions, yes. All right. And so do you use your business acumen about social media with the people in your co-working space? Um, I do a little bit. There are actually members here who do social media. Hmm. Um, sometimes if I'm overhearing a conversation, I might throw in a tidbit, like, wait, here's an idea. but um, I really want to, I mean, yes, I'm good at it and you are kind of bored mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I'm being totally honest, like, can I just hire someone to do mine? It's, that's, I'm at that point just yeah. because I was so ingrained in it for mm -hmm. so long. I will say though, that I think you're, you hung out more on Facebook and then LinkedIn, right? I have. Um, I you're I on LinkedIn, but I, Yeah. I've been spending a lot more time on LinkedIn recently mm -hmm. um, just because, because it is business in nature. So, um, and I know you're in Canada and I'm in the States. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what's been happening around here has mm -hmm. made Facebook kind of sad. So um, I know that I can go to LinkedIn and not be inundated with politics. Right, exactly. And, and hey, it's happening here too, by the way, in a different okay. game, and we're not going there. But um, I think that what I'd really like to talk about is I read somewhere uh, that you said, are we really connected? Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I'm all about being a connector and connecting people, as we talked about before we actually got on here, uh, connecting a couple of people that we have in common. And I know that that's something, you know, I think that came from your TED talk, actually. Are we really connected? That's where a, I think I got that from. It was definitely, it was a talk. It wasn't a TED talk. Oh, okay. It was an event I spoke at. And the whole concept is the whole idea that we are quote unquote connected like on LinkedIn and Facebook and everywhere, but are we really connecting? Yes. Um, and you know, the answer to that question is, I mean, is part of why I started a co-working space mm -hmm. is creating community online just, wasn't satisfying for me anymore, mm -hmm. but having an in-person community is so helpful for me and my business. And I know I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. So why do you think there's such a disconnect? Hmm. Well, th there is something to be said for what people will say behind a screen that they won't say on, in person. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I think, I think in a lot of ways, we're just kind of, we've gotten used to it mm -hmm. that we don't know that there's a different way or a better way. And, and it's work like connecting in real life. It, it does take time. Yes. Um, do you pick up the phone ever? Are you I, picks up the phone? I absolutely do pick up the phone. I don't pick it up as much as I probably should. Um, but I do a lot of other things. You know, I send cards in the mail. I send little presents in the mail. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I try to find creative ways to reach out to people because the key is that it's not about you know, do unto others. It's how do they want to be communicated with? Mm -hmm. so, like I know someone who she was like, I hate text messages. Okay, great. Note to self when I reach out to so-and-so mm -hmm. no text message. Like I need to call her. I need to email her. Um, and I think that's, that's a huge challenge is mm -hmm. Like we're getting messages in 50 different places right now. Right. If, if I like, there's no way to track them all. It's true. Totally true. And yeah. they become so much noise and overwhelm for a lot of people that none of it gets, gets handled at all. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. And I think, sure. It's, it's important to be aware of, uh, the, the type of communication that the other person wants. And I try to ask when I'm talking to someone, would you prefer me to do this, this, or this? However, I draw the line sometimes when it comes to my family. And, oh, and, sure. and my kids drive me crazy, right? Because you can't get them to answer the phone. So, no. right? But it's like, just talk to me. Right. And then the other side is I'll pick up the phone to call someone not expecting them to answer. And they do. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, I feel like I personally am getting out of practice <laughs> of what it is to have a phone call. Like I do Zoom calls with people. Yep. I meet people in person. Yesterday I called someone on the phone. She used to be a member here and she just moved away. And the whole call felt so awkward. Really? Well, I realized I have never had a phone call with her. We have always oh. talked in person. And so, and I didn't realize it until just this minute that that's, that could have something to do with why it felt awkward to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know that the, you mentioned that you're spending more time on LinkedIn and I, I know that a lot of people are, do you find it very much, uh, a different, uh, way that it's a different place for how you talk to people? It, I, Yes. Like I want to be, I'm trying to be strategic about how I use LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we connect and you immediately like 
message me and try to sell me something, I'm unconnecting. Mm -hmm. Um, I had someone reach out to me on LinkedIn last week and then they've emailed me three times this week and they've called me three times this week, which is fine. I appreciate them doing that. But when they emailed me, they spelled my name wrong. And that's just, that's that's (laughs) for me. But I am like, if somebody says, Hey, I really need to meet somebody at such and such a company. I can go to LinkedIn and see if I know somebody at that Mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's just, it's different information and the way that it's organized is more conducive to business. What I love though, I just remembered what you have done several times, I think on Facebook is you are a huge connector and you love connecting other people and you have had a very successful post several times asking who can I connect you with? Who do you need to know? And it's brilliant. Have you taken that strategy into the, um, the InSpark co-working when you're doing, do you do like sessions with the people in there at all or like a little workshops? We do a lot of things here. Um, like this morning we have, we have an event every week called coffee with creatives, but one of the, something that's more business related, I mean, it's business related, but we do something twice a month called business brainstorming. Okay. And it's like, you know, gathering a collected brain trust where like, I have a challenge or an idea and I have people that come together and we can talk about it. Kind of like the old SBIs at eWomen Network. I know that was my favorite event. All oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's where yeah. Tracy so and I it's met. Similar, yeah. um, but we also do, I mean, we just do random live stuff. Um, people come in here because I have the business cards for all the members. So they'll say, Hey, who do you know? Or yesterday somebody called and said, Hey, I need somebody to help me with this project. And so I gave them the phone number of a VA that works here. Mm-hmm. So we we're doing that. I feel like just naturally. Mm-hmm. So, so um, if you, So one of the things you say in your, um, I think it's in your signature, how can community grow your business? So can you tell our listeners maybe three top ways that working in the kind of co-working space and getting out of the coffee shop or out of your, um, your kitchen table can help you grow your business? Yeah, absolutely. One way is uh, productivity. And this was, this is one that I've really been surprised by is almost every person who comes in here and works for the first time, they, when they are packing up their stuff, they say, I can't believe how much I got done today. Oh, um, which is awesome. The second thing is that there's live sounding boards around if you need them. Um, I'm a squirrel girl. Like I have shiny object syndrome. Here's a crazy. Okay. So it's great. We've started, we say a new term around here. We ask people if they're interruptible. (laughs) I love Um, it. Because if not, we're like tromping all over each other's boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you interruptible? I have this idea. Can you read this over for me? Like I had to send an apology email to a number of members here. And 
I'm like, there's, there's writers in, in the space. And I'm like, could you read this for me before I send it? Um, and I think the other thing is there's something inspiring and from a creative standpoint about changing your space. So just changing the place you work can spark different ideas. And um, that's some other feedback that we've gotten. So productivity, the brainstorming, and creativity. Those are three big benefits. Those are great. And Not to mention being able to take a phone call without a coffee grinder going off in the background. I don't know. <laughs> well, I work in my house and I find sometimes I go, wait, I haven't looked up for three hours. I haven't been outside and the sun's shining. I need to go for a walk. And when I'm by myself, there's no one to spur me on to even do that. Right. So does that ever happen at, at your office where at your co-working space where people go, Hey, let's get our sneakers on and get out. All, all the time. There just happens to be a Starbucks right, right behind where we are. Um, and you know, you're in Vancouver. We've had this really weird weather this summer. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know for me, I do that. Like, okay, that's it. I got to get up. But you want to go grab lunch? Do you want to go grab a coffee? Do you want to go for a walk? Um, and you know, to what you said about working in your office, some people, some people can work fabulously in an office by themselves. That's just not me. Mm, you need the people in person. I need the people. And um, like we have a member here who's a dentist. And when he first came in, I was like, wait, I don't, I was yeah. confused. So you like, he leaves his practice to come here? Uh-huh. Because oh. if he's at his practice on his non, you know, working in kids' yeah. mouth day, um, he gets interrupted all day mm -hmm. long. Just like most people in yeah. any office. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Well, that's good for you. That's awesome to get professionals working there as well. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because every time he comes in, we have some comfy, cozy areas. He sits on the couch and puts his feet up. Just up. That's really cool. I'm going to have to come down and visit sometime, I, I think. Yeah. So you told me that you had um, written a book already, which I didn't know about. And yes. secondly, that you're in the middle of writing a new book. I want to hear about that one. So tell me what you wrote first and what's happening now. Okay. So in 2013, mm -hmm. I published the six word, le six word lessons for successful social media. Okay. Like snackable wisdom. There's 50 books in this series about everything. In fact, if you wanted to, I could introduce you to the publisher and you could do six word lessons for LinkedIn marketing. Oh, really? Okay. Um, we can talk about that later. Anyway, the next book I'm writing is the working title is called nurture your network. Oh, I like it. It's all around the idea that yes, we're connected to hundreds, if not thousands of people online and it's impossible to listen to all of them. But if you focus on your champions and advocates and then you nurture them, mm -hmm. you know, they can help you get to what you need. Like the idea that I probably already know everyone I need to know to be completely successful. Um, 
there's actually a book about that and I can't remember. But anyway, so I created a nurture your network bingo game. Um, and I have 36 ways to connect or to stay social. So it's like, uh, you know, write them a LinkedIn recommendation, make a phone call, send them a card, mm -hmm. um, send them brownies from send out cards. Mm -hmm. um, like there's, there's all sorts of ways to reach out and encourage and build relationship that don't include hours of your time. That is like, that's so how I think. And what I find uh, really interesting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that book because it's exactly, I talk about um, when some people come to me to do their LinkedIn uh, or to improve their LinkedIn or to learn about LinkedIn, you know, there, there are the same kind of people that are out there always looking to generate new leads, always looking to find new customers, new prospects. And you ask them, what, what are they doing to retain the ones they already have? Right. It's exactly the same as nurturing your network, nurturing your customers, your clients. People don't even think about it. And that's where the majority of their business could come from, referrals from those people. And it's such a shame, but it keeps us in business, so it's good. <laughs> but it's really true, yeah. The, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Well, yeah. I saw myself doing this when I was running a social media business that I was just networking, networking, like I've got to meet all the people. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm too old for that. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. It's okay. I don't have the stamina and the energy that I used to. And, and I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel like at capacity, like, mm -hmm. yes, I, I oh, have yes. a lot of great relationships and I'm feeling like I don't, I don't want to go. I mean, is that bad? I don't want to go out and meet a hundred new people. So when somebody reaches out to me and says, I want you to come to this event, there's going to be 300 business owners there. Even though I'm a massive extrovert, mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm out. Like 40? 40 yes. people in the room? Yes. Let me go to an event with 40 people because there I know I can have some great conversations. Mm -hmm. But 300 it yeah i know times have changed a lot and especially with the advent of of zoom and and similar oh, products because when i do my networking now it's always an adjunct from uh, a linkedin connection and we go to a zoom call because we're not local or we go for a coffee if we are just to get out of the house uh, from yes. my perspective but um and and then to be able to see you on zoom is good it it's a different feeling than just online. And I don't need to go to those big networking events anymore. It's totally different. Totally um, different. I agree with you. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I'm going to ask you two more things. One I'm going to ask you is, because this is my favorite word, what, what, what does the word curiosity, what does that bring up for you? It's my favorite word. I, um, this is, Curiosity is a word I use all the time because there's so many people out there everywhere shoving their expertise down people's throats mm -hmm. um, instead of creating curiosity mm -hmm. that 
if you would just, if people mm -hmm. would just spend a few seconds creating curiosity, that will give them all the attention they need. Mm -hmm. um, I think about 30 second, like when you're doing a 30 second commercial, mm -hmm. you don't have to say, if you want information about this, come talk to me. That's implied, right? right. But say something that gets someone else to go, huh, I want to know more about that. Mm -hmm. That's what I think about curiosity. I, it's a word I use all the time too. So if I ask you, what do you do, Tracy? What would you say? I had to do it. I, I call myself the chief, um, the chief community creator and connection officer. Now, I don't know if that creates curiosity or not. Maybe, um, maybe it's how you say it too, because I would say, oh, really? Well, how do you do that? So I think it does. Yeah. yeah. I think it does. And what would you say, so I just got back from a convention, as you know, and the theme of the convention was the one thing. Oh. I know. I know. We've heard it before. We've heard oh, it with, like, so Gary Kemp. Yes. Yeah. What, so what is your one thing, and what would you like to um, leave as a message for our listeners around that one thing? Well, my, well, my one thing is relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to say something else, but really that that's my one thing. And I, th I love that that was the theme. Mm -hmm. um, I feel good. like I need to revisit that book because the first time I read it, I, I got, I was like, I'm stuck. I don't know what the one thing is. Mm -hmm. And then I just read essentialism. Oh, don't know that like, book. Focusing on what is essential, like the, the essential few instead of the trivial many. Oh, nice. um, so wait, what was your follow-up question to the? And what what is the um, most important message around your one thing that you want to leave with my listeners? Ultimately, like people want to do business with people. Mm -hmm. That's the simplest thing, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I don't. As much as this guy who's called me three times and sent me three emails, like I appreciate his enthusiasm but ultimately when it comes down to it if i'm gonna hire someone to help me with something it's gonna be based on a relationship and someone who treats me like a person and not looks at me like a wallet oh great place to end that is perfect i love that thank you so much for joining me today it took us a while to make it happen but i'm really glad that we did and I will, um, and one last thing, how can people find you? And I will put it in the show notes. Um, I am, I'm everywhere online, but the business is InSpark Coworking um, or joininspark.com to make it a little more simple. Joininspark.com. Yeah. All right. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. And thank you again, Tracy, for being this on was Super fun and so easy to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much. And I'd just like to leave our audience with one last thing. Stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, 
and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.